Happy Easter, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's resurrection, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Easter message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Today I have a message to encourage all of you about Jesus' resurrection. It's interesting that the night before Jesus was arrested and crucified, he said an amazing thing that I believe the disciple did not fully understand at that moment. This is what he said. I'm going to read scripture from different translation. In John chapter 14, verse 19, in the message translation, Jesus said, In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you are going to see me because I am alive. And you are about to come alive. I believe that the disciple was surprised. Why Jesus say you are about to come alive? When we talk about Resurrection Sunday, when we talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I'm thinking about the word life. As a doctor, many times I saw people who almost come close to death this much, very close to death. And we try to perform surgery, we use medication, we resuscitate the patient, and something happened, the patient became alive. And life come back to that patient again. So when we think about the coming back to life of Jesus Christ, we're thinking about He's trying to prove to all of us that He is who He claimed to be. He was willing to die on the cross for all of us. And on the third day, He came back to life to prove that I'm not just an ordinary man, but I am the son of the living God. And not only he came alive, but he said that we who follow him will come to life. We come to a new life. So today I would like to talk about coming alive because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's interesting. Today we would like to talk about coming alive. Let me read the scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 15. I'm going to read from NLT first and then from message translation. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. Jesus was raised for us, not for himself. In another translation, the Bible says, He included everyone in his death so that everyone could be included in his life. Everyone say life. The resurrection life. A far better life than people ever live on their own. Everyone say better life. In America, we heard the word, I had a good life. People say, I have a good life. And I think many of you who are listening right now can say the same thing. I really have a good life. I have a good home. I have a good family. I have a good education. I have a good family. I have good health. I have good insurance. I have good 401k. I have good life. But is good life enough? Today, I would like to talk about better life than the good life. How many people want a better life? Jesus was raised from the dead, not just to have a good life, but to have a better life. In fact, people in America, compared to a lot of people around the world, you have good life. But what if there was something more than good life? But what if beyond the good life, there was also the better life? But what if 
we are missing out on something that you did not know about better life. What if God has intended for us more than having a good life? He intended for us the better life. Would you like to know what he wants to share today with you in this Easter Sunday about a better life? And today we're going to look into the better life, not just the good life. In fact, if you look beneath the word a good life, you will see that a lot of people hiding something under good life that they don't want to talk about. I want to mention about three things that people hide under the carpet when they say, I have a good life. The first thing that people hide and don't want to talk about it is exhaustion. People are exhausted. People are burned out. People are tired, worn out, lack of energy. How many of you, you come home and say, I'm crashed. I don't have enough energy. They don't want any more project. They feel worn out all the time. Number two, emptiness. A lot of people may have nice home, nice car, nice job, but when they sit quietly at home, they begin to feel empty. They find out that what I have doesn't give me fulfillment. They feel empty inside. They don't know the purpose of life. They have all these materials and money and all the things they want. But why I live on earth here? I feel so empty on the inside of me. I don't feel satisfied at all. Everyone say emptiness. Everyone say exhaustion. The third one that people face and hide under the carpet, beneath the carpet of their good life, is enslavement. People may have a lot of money, but they are enslaved. Have you ever heard this term, I am trapped? People say, I feel trapped by my debt. I don't know in my life I'm going to pay off my debt. I'm trapped in the relationship with my boyfriend, with my girlfriend. It doesn't go well, but I cannot get out. Many people say, I'm trapped with my marriage. It's broken. I tried and I tried, but it hasn't gone anywhere. And I could not get out from that marriage. I'm trapped with the expectation of people around me. I'm trapped with the guilt feeling, with the anger, with bitterness, with past pain and suffering and past disappointment. I'm trapped with my busy schedule. I don't know how to get out from there. And in the good life, people have these three things lingering in their life. Enslavement, exhaustion. And also emptiness. And God say, through the resurrection of Christ, I want to give you a better life. The first thing he wants to give you through his resurrection is a life filled with meaning and purpose. Everyone say meaning and purpose. A lot of people say, I have a good life. I look good. I feel good. I have everything good. I got it all good in my life. But they feel that their life is so empty. They don't know the meaning of life. The greatest tragedy in your life is not death. The greatest tragedy is to live day by day, not knowing why we are here, why God put me here on earth. Just live a meaningless life, no purpose of life. And a lot of people try to search for the meaning of life. They try to gain more and more stuff, more and more money, more possessions. After they get certain amount of possession, they say, oh, I can have more. So it's never enough. So they never really be happy because they never have enough. Some people try to gain more accomplishment after they finish that experience. They want another one. They want another one. So they never feel satisfied. Some people looking for meaning of life or purpose of life by getting involved in hobbies, in certain sports, travel, having a boyfriend. After a while, after having a boyfriend, wow, I don't know he's like that. Give me a lot of headache. So you don't feel fulfilled again after you have a boyfriend. Some people try to find fulfillment by having family, and then you have to pay bills. 
and you have problem again. All these things do not last. How are we going to find the purpose of life? The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 4, in CEV, Christ gives meaning to your life. The Bible says through Christ, you're going to find the real purpose of living on earth here. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. The only person in the world that can tell you the real purpose of your life is the one who created you. God created you, and you will never find the real meaning of life until you meet and have a relationship with the one who created you, and that is God. You were created by God and for Him. You were created by God and for God. So you will never find the true fulfillment until you find Him, you meet Him, and you find out what He wants you to do in this one life that you live. A lot of people misunderstand about the word that cannot distinguish between the full life and the fulfilled life. A lot of people, life is full of schedules, money, stuff. They're full of a lot of things and money, everything, but they're not fulfilled. You will never be fulfilled until you meet God and you know exactly what, why God put you here on earth. Amen? Let us step up from the good life to a better life. It's to find the meaning of life through Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-4, to 4, Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we have been given, everyone say given. Given means gift, free. A brand new life. And have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And the future starts now. The Bible says the connection between the resurrection of Jesus Christ and a new life. Jesus was raised from the dead to prove to you and me that He is not a dead God. Amen. Before I became a Christian, I used to worship a dead God. We have a statue on the shelf and we put the incense in front of that statue and I try to talk to that statue, but he's dead. I don't know how he can hear me. He cannot help me. He's already dead. But now we can talk to the living God and this living God can help us every single day to have a brand new life and He gives us a brand new life. It's a gift. We don't have to buy. We don't have to pay. He gives us the gift. He did His part to give us a brand new life. The Bible says that He was raised from the dead so we can have a brand new life. Everyone say brand new. Brand new. It's not about the old thing and try to add something in. It's not the old thing that you put in a new package a new label, and new name, and new title. You hand somebody a new package, you open inside, oh, it's an old thing. No, it's brand new. God gives you a brand new life to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It means that you can start all over now. It means that you can forget about the past. You can start the new life every single day, brand new life every single day. You may say that, Pastor, I have done a lot of wrong things in my life. I have made many stupid decisions. I have done many bad things in the past. I have a lot of hurts. I have a lot of disappointments. The Lord say, forget about those things. You start a brand new life now. By the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can start now. Brand new. You don't need to look back again. You start a brand new life. By the power of resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord created you and the Lord wants to have relationship with you. The problem is God is perfect and we are not perfect. I am not perfect. You are not perfect. 
we have a big gap between us and God. And God want to help us to have a brand new life. What did He do 2,000 plus years ago? He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die on the cross and pay for us, so that we can have a brand new life. And that gap is closed by the cross, so that we can have relationship with Him. I'm not talking about religion. Actually, tell you the truth, I don't like religion. Religion destroy Christian in the church. I want relationship with Jesus. It's a daily relationship. Walking with the living God who was raised from the dead 2,000 years ago. He is still alive and he can walk with him. And when we come to know Jesus, he said, I am giving you a new purpose of life, new meaning of life. You can have a better life now. Amen. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. A lot of people think this way. I have a lot of stuff that I can live on. I can retire young. I have a lot of stuff to live on. If you live that way, you will never be happy. In fact, the truth is, the more you are self-centered and you are selfish, the more miserable you're going to be. A lot of people accumulate things to have good life, but actually they are miserable. Actually, what's going to make you happy and fulfilled is that you have things to live for. You have a purpose of life. Pastor Da and I have a purpose of life. We have a purpose to build a church. We have a purpose to be a pastor. We see people saved. We see people get healed like what you listen to the testimony. We see people get set free from demons. We have a purpose to live. God give us finances anyway. But those things is to fulfill the purpose that we live for. Everyone say, to live for. It's more wonderful. It's a better life to know what you live for. Amen. Once you find the purpose of life that Jesus can give to you, then you're going to dis- discover real happiness, real fulfillment, real significance of your life, real purpose, real value of your life. You will not get bored anymore. Amen. Jesus said that He died so that He would no longer live for ourselves, but for Him who died for us and was raised to life for our sake. On that day when Jesus was crucified on the cross, a lot of people were standing at the foot of the cross. They did not know that they are crucifying the owner of the universe. The hill that he was killed belonged to him. The wood that he was nailed to was created by him. They were created by him. Jesus owned everything because he was God. And he was willing to leave his eternal wealth in heaven to come down to be poor so that we might be rich. Actually, he can save himself from the cross. He can call millions of angels and come and say, release me right now. But he decided not to be released from the cross so that he can help you and release you from the poor life. Amen? He was willing to give up everything so that we could have everything that we need in our life. He was willing to die so that we can have life. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead so that we can have relationship with the living God, not the dead God. And the living God can tell us what is the meaning and purpose of life. Amen? So the first thing for the better life is the life with meaning and purpose. Let's look at the second one, the life that is full of freedom by the grace of God. In the book of Romans chapter 7, verse 6, in the message a translation, the Bible says, we are free to live a new life in the freedom of God. Everyone say freedom. freedom. Not only the life with meaning and purpose, but we can have freedom. And this freedom did not come by our own effort. We don't earn it. It comes by grace. 
What does it mean by grace? It means that He gives to us even though we don't deserve. We don't deserve freedom. We were sinners before we got saved. We deserve bondage. We deserve problem. But by the grace of God, He gave us freedom. Amen. When we talk about the word grace, we're thinking about God loved me. God cared for me. God is not holding a grudge against me. God is not hating me. God loved me. God gave me grace. Because of His grace, He gave me the second chance, the third chance, the fourth chance, the hundred chance, the one thousand chance to come back to Him and to walk with Him again. He's so gracious. He loved us so much. And He said that through His resurrection, we can have the power of the Holy Spirit to be free from many, many wrong things in our life. Free from the fear of death. How many people fear death before? I used to fear death. I'm free from the fear of death now because I know God and I know if I die today, I will be in heaven. I'm not afraid of death anymore. Many of you may be trapped in guilt. You feel guilty all the time. God wants to set you free from condemnation and guilt. God wants to set you free from all the hurts that somebody did to you. God wants to set you free from anger, from expectation from other people so that you don't have to live in the fear of man. You don't need to worry about what other men think about you. The fear of man. He wants to set you free from worry, from anxiety, from bad habits, from wrong decision, from meaninglessness of life, from boredom, from being bored, life that's just miserable. He wants to set you free from all these things. He already overcome all the problem in life for you by being raised from the dead. He had victory on the resurrection Sunday. And we can have victory over every problem in our life. Amen? I don't like religion because religion talks about do and don't. And different religions have all different sets of do and don't. I used to be in religion, so I know. We have to do five things as Buddhists. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And if you want to be higher level, you have to do eight things. And you want to be a higher level of religious person, you have to do 200 things. Oh, you cannot do it. But thank God, Christianity is not about religion. It's about relationship with Jesus Christ. It's about getting to know Him and receive the gift. Everyone say the gift. The better life is not something you buy. It's a gift. It's given to you for free. Amen? You just have faith and believe it and receive it. Amen? You can choose two ways. Number one, to live a life that try to get God's approval by your own effort. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So that God will approve me. That's one way, which is tired. Or another way, you just enjoy God's approval by accepting what Jesus did for you on the cross, that he paid a price for you already. In Hebrews chapter 7, verses 18 to 19, the old system, I mean the system of Moses, the old way of do and done and so many rules and so many things that God's people have to do was canceled because it did not work. It was weak and useless for saving people. It never made anyone really right with God. But now we have a far better hope for Christ make us acceptable to God. God say He canceled the old way, the way that you have to do that to kill the animal, to do this and that and that to be accepted by God. But God say, I have a new way. You just accept Jesus Christ into your life. If things doesn't work, we cancel. If a TV program doesn't work, the TV company will cancel the program. I have done some surgery and it didn't work. I cancel that. 
A year ago, I used some product from a company, and I noticed that it didn't work well. I cancel the product. I don't use it anymore. The same thing God say: if you try to be religious, try to follow a lot of religious rule, it's not going to work for you. I cancel already. After Jesus came into the world, I want you to have a new life that I bought for you. Everyone say, the new life, the better life. It's a gift. How many people like gift? Raise your hand up. I know my kids love gift. The love language of all of my kids are gift giving. Thank God that I can make money. They like gift. How many people love language? Is a gift? Raise your hand up. Oh, good. So not a lot of people like gift. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. It's a gift, but it's not free because somebody paid for you. Yes, you get it free, but somebody already paid for you, and it's expensive. The better life that we talk about here is very expensive, and somebody already paid for us. It's not cheap at all. First Timothy chapter two verse six say he gave his life to. Purchase freedom for everyone. Jesus pay for everyone. Jesus pay the freedom for everyone. He paid. There is a word that we used to hear. We call redemption or redeem. That word we sometimes don't use a lot right now. Redeemer in the modern language, because it's related to slave trading years. The word redeem or redemption means somebody pay for a slave to be free. You pay money to the owner of the slave, and that slave can come out and can walk free. That's why we heard the word Jesus redeem us. We were slave to the devil. We were slave to sin. We were slave to hurts and disappointment. We were slave to many bad habits. We entrapped by many wrong things. But Jesus paid the price. He shed the blood. He gave his life. To purchase freedom for us, Amen. What should we do with the old life? The Bible says in Romans chapter eight verse thirteen, the best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. Let's bury the old life, the life that we used to live, and get on with the new life that Jesus bought for us, paid for us already, free gift, Amen. Thank God we can have a new life. The better life that we don't need to be bound or entrapped by bitterness. We can take off the old coat, throw it away, and put a new coat that God gives to us. That's why water baptism is very meaningful. Every time a new believer went into the water, he is claiming that new believer is claiming, "Yes, I have a good life, but the good life is not enough for me. I want the better life, and I'm burying my old life, the good life, in the water. When I came back out of the water." I have a new life that God gave to me for free of charge, and the life that is better than the good life, the life that is full of meaning, and the life that is full of freedom for many problems. Amen. Okay. The last thing, the life is full of meaning and purpose. The life that is full of freedom. The last thing, the life is full of energy. Everyone saying energy. When I came to the U.S., I noticed that a lot of people look tired all the time. They have so much work to do. They have we call overscheduled lifestyle. So much to do. I saw moms in America are juggling with sending the kids to school, picking up the kids, and then homeworks, music lessons, swimming lesson, going to the meeting, 
All the moms are tired and exhausted. Do you notice one thing? When you are low on your energy, your patience decrease. You can be ticked off very easily. A little little things can make you mad easily. That's why a lot of people in America have to take amitriptyline and Xanax and antidepressant because they are low in their energy, so they will easily get depressed and easily get ticked off or get mad and upset because they don't have enough energy to fight with all the pressure in their life. Do you notice that? Actually, the problem is we were not created to depend on our own energy to live a better life. God wants to give us His power. He wants to give us His energy. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 25 say, "Those who feel tired and worn out will find new life and energy in Him." Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 say, "You will not succeed by your own strength or power, but by My Spirit," says the Lord. You cannot succeed by your own power. You need the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in the believer. Come from the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 say, Once the Spirit lives within you, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, He will bring to your whole being new strength and vitality. Amen? You can choose two ways. Depending on your own energy, living your own life, burn out, lack of strength, or you can uh, hook up with God. Depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit energize you. The power of resurrection is in you. And you can live a life of power and energy and victory all the time, every single day. Amen? Many patients ask me all the time, how can you do two jobs? Neurosurgeon and pastor. Neurosurgeon alone already difficult for many people because you're on call. Like today, I'm on call. Get called to the hospital. How can you be a pastor of the church too? I say that I depend on the power of the Holy Spirit to keep going every single day. Amen? The power of God. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. I will end the sermon soon. Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. In other words, on the outside, we're getting older. We have gray hair. We have wrinkles. We're getting weaker and older. Where God is making new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. Outside you look older, but inside, ha, 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 we have bigger Holy Spirit. More every Sunday. We get lay hand on the Holy Spirit, get bigger. And inside, not even one day that we will not have the power of the Holy Spirit to have the unfolding grace that we can live a victorious life. Amen? That is the power of resurrection, that you don't need to live on your own energy anymore. A lot of you may come to the point that you say, you know, I'm at the verge of giving up on my marriage. I'm at the verge of giving up on my job, on my health, on my education, on my family. My kids who are going the wrong direction right now. You feel that you have lost your energy and hope. I want to tell you, don't give up, but give in to God. And connect to God. And let God energize you. Let God give you the power, give you the fire, give you the power of resurrection to go on, to fight for your family, to fight for your job, to fight for your kids. Don't give up, but fight with a good fight of faith. With the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. 
I want to conclude the sermon today. I encourage all of you not to just be satisfied with a good life. Have a better life, the life of purpose and meaning, not empty life, the life of energy from God, not exhausted or worn out, the life that is full of freedom, not enslaved or bound. How can you do that? First Corinthians chapter fifteen verse twenty-two. Everybody come alive in Christ. In order to have the better life that we talk about here, not just good life. You know, if good life works, Hollywood will be the best place in the world. Hollywood is a place of good looking, good feeling, and good stuff. But if you notice, you read the magazine, there is a higher divorce in Hollywood than any other place. You look at these people; they take drugs. They don't look happy in Hollywood. Why? Because good life is not enough. You need meaning and purpose of life. You need the power of the Holy Spirit, and you need the freedom from sin and from bondage, from from demonic activities, and from the hurt and from the guilt in your life. Hollywood needs Jesus. Amen. They don't need just a good life. Amen. John chapter ten verse ten say, "I come so you can have real and eternal life, a better life than you ever dream of. Only Jesus." The living God, who was raised from the dead two thousand years ago, can give you the better life, the life of energy, the life of freedom by His grace, and the life of fulfillment. That know the purpose of life, and you need to come into the relationship with Him. Amen. Some of you may know about Jesus. You went to church off and on, maybe a couple times a year, but it's not just about going to church. Going to church. Alone is not going to help you to have a better life. You need to have a relationship with God. You need to walk with Jesus. You need to talk to Him, feel with His presence. Yes, the outcome is that you like to go to church because you love to be with Him. And I want to encourage you today to seek the better life. Don't just go to work and make money, having a nice house, but have a better life in Christ Jesus. How many people want to have the better life? Raise your hand up. Can we pray together? Amen. Let's pray together that from today on we will walk with Jesus. We will have a personal relationship with Him. It's not about religion. It's not about being a church member. It's about relationship with Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I need a better life. I thank you, Lord, that you told me today an abundant life. A life of meaning and significance to live for God. The purpose of life, the life of freedom, is a gift to me. Your Son, Jesus Christ, paid for me, and I receive the free life, the brand new life by faith. And we thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit, the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, fill me. Come into my life. I want to have a relationship with you. You are my God. You're my Savior. You were raised from the dead. On the third day, and you are still alive.
become my lord become my ceo become my boss i want to walk with you i am looking forward to have a brand new better life through your power through the blood of jesus and by the holy spirit i received a better life by faith from today on i will talk to you every day i will read your bible i will live for your purpose better life in jesus mighty name amen amen give the mighty hand of praises to the lord thank you jesus We hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Easter celebration. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. Happy Easter. The Lord gave us Jesus Christ. I'm gonna praise His name till the stars fall from the sky. Run down his face